What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast. Today's question, uh, how can NTPs do really well in interviews, give a first good impression? Fascinating question, and uh, actually pretty happy this question was asked, all things considered. Uh, <laughs> having uh, been in job interviews my whole life and honestly never really actually interviewed well once in my entire life uh, I could definitely see where this is a concern and as a fellow NTP I definitely empathize uh, with my fellow NTP kin out there uh, who have struggled in the interview area I mean one thing I can tell you is like don't do like worst case scenario just you know this is like the first piece of advice of like what you should do to like what you should avoid so and that is don't do the fake it until you make it crap like seriously that's that's for nfps it's not for ntps and ntps are the absolute worst at faking it until you make it it's it's a complete waste of time and you shouldn't you shouldn't even bother I mean, the types out there that are really good at NFPs with INFP being the absolute best because at least they go out of their way to research what's going on and generally have a much better idea of what's going on, even though they have expert sensing trickster to be able to pass an interview properly because they're well-researched. But from an NTP point of view, given how we're systematic and focused on doing the best way of doing something, and oh, I'm just going to be myself and I'm just going to be really honest and it'll work out, right? No, no, it won't work out. It'll be it, it, it'll be an entire shit show. Trust me, and you don't want to be around when that shit show goes down. Essentially, like seriously. Oh my gosh, I just saw some dude faceplant on uh, their bike, and apparently they're okay. Good times. You never know what you're gonna find downtown. So yeah. Anyway, the point is, is like, just understand that uh, the whole fake it till you make it, it's not going to leave a good first impression. It just really isn't. So obviously, let's talk about the the main issue. I mean, <clears throat> expert sensing demon and expert sensing trickster just does not know how to dress itself. So whenever you go to an interview, I don't care if you're interviewing for McDonald's or whatever, just just wear a suit. Just, just wear a suit. Like, do yourself a favor and just go get a suit. Go to the men's warehouse or Joseph A. Bank or borrow a suit from somebody else. But just wear a suit, like basically, and preferably a tailored suit. Now, NTPs are classically very underweight or they are very overweight, one or the other, depending, usually depending on cognitive development and focus uh, in terms of their human nurture from an octogram point of view. But, uh, seriously, just, just wear a suit. Like, I, and, and obviously, like, the color profile has to, you know, work. Your shoes need to match your belt. That's a really important thing. Also, uh, your jacket needs to match the color of your pants. Get away from me. Gosh, the mosquitoes out here are just pure insanity. 
I hate the mosquitoes out here. Like earlier, I got into like this battle with this one mosquito that was shaped like a, like a quarter. I couldn't believe it. It's as big as a quarter. Luckily, I killed it and blood splattered afterwards. And I'm like, great. Glad I don't have any disease for that. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, because they're carriers, you know, especially they're like drinking other people's blood and then all of a sudden they poke me. And it's like, great. Thank you for being an STD. Uh, my age is showing. They call it STIs nowadays. Thank you for you know, imparting, you know, like the newest strain of herpes upon myself because of, you know, mosquitoes. So just watch out for mosquitoes, folks. They're not as cool as people think. So anyway, not that people think they're cool because they don't. Anyway, uh, so yeah, just, just get a suit uh, and make sure your outer colors match. Make sure your belt matches your shoes. And uh, and then in terms of your shirt, you know, obviously tucked in button up shirt would be appropriate. You know, this is for men. For women, obviously just wear a professional dress. That's that's basically about it. And make sure your dress matches your shoes. I highly recommend you wear heels to your interview. Seriously, wear heels. Uh, but yeah, um, and with your button up shirt, recommend like uh, a Van Heusen basically it's a safe brand to get and make sure it is a color that is somewhat in opposition or in co or complementary to whatever color your jacket is in per se so just do it that way gosh it is freaking hot out I don't even need to be wearing this hoodie right now this is ridiculous I'll take this off so um, to make sure you're you're uh, you're handling that piece uh, properly. If you're not dressed well, you better. You might as well not even show up. But and that's really the best thing you could do for yourself from an experted sensing point of view when like trying to give someone a good impression. That's really the first thing you can do, and basically the only thing you can do is at least dress well. Uh, don't try to say any jokes. An NTP joking, you'll just come off like some creepy edge lord. That's a waste of time. So don't do jokes. Don't even. Don't even bother. Um, obviously have a proper resume going if you don't have a LinkedIn profile with at least 500 connections you're not even trying and if you have a LinkedIn profile make sure it's um, make sure it's all-star status so if you don't know find my LinkedIn profile it's just Chase S. Joseph just go find it and just do what I do like seriously just go do what I do you, you can thank me later you should never show up to an interview, much less you should never even apply to a job unless you have a filled out LinkedIn profile. Let's be honest. It's your online resume. You need to have 500 connections because if you don't have 500 connections, then the employer's going to look at you and just kind of laugh like, oh, this person's a nobody. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you have at least 500 connections. I think I'm about to break 17,000 connections on mine. So if you guys want, you guys can just connect with me, I'll connect with you, and it gives you huge access to my gigantic network, and then you guys can take advantage of that and up your connections super quick, you know, and I don't know, if you just like put CSJ as like some of your, or Foresight Dynamics or Jungian Analytical Psychology as, um, as your thing, you know, that would pretty much work out for you and help you out as well, so yeah. So after you have your um, your suit figured out, you got your LinkedIn figured out, you actually have a decent resume. If you don't know how to make a resume, I mean, you're probably behind, beyond help at this point. I mean, that's a basic skill that everybody should have. Go talk to your father if you can. 
If not, then just Google. You know, Google seems to be everybody's daddy these days, so get uh, figured out with Google. Make sure your resume is prim and proper and you're good to go from that perspective. But uh, what really matters, though, is that obviously if you have experience, you have a huge advantage. You being an NTP, you're an SI user, right? So literally the best thing that you can do is share your introverted sensing. So you need to share your experience. You need to tell stories, tell success stories uh, in the job interview. And here's the kicker. And here's like the absolute best piece of advice in relation to actually answering this question right here. If you don't have experience, what my father would have suggested, and this is something that my dad told me to do in my interviews, which ultimately caused me to fail and let's be honest, kind of harmed my life in a few areas. He taught me to pretend to have experience, which is more of the fake it until you make it thing that the mind temple so very much enjoys. Mind temple being INFP, ESTJ, ENFJ, ISTP types of people. They're the ones who can get away with faking it till you make it for the most part, other than NFPs in general. So it's between Mind Temple and NFPs that actually get pretty well at faking it until you make it. But the rest of us, the rest of us aren't that lucky. So based on that, what I recommend, I, I recommend uh, something different. I recommend uh, a different uh, approach is that if you don't have success stories relating to the particular job, then what you need to do is actually go volunteer. You go volunteer for free and work for somebody so that you actually have stories that you can tell in the job interview for the real job. It's not that hard. Go volunteer. Seriously. Just go volunteer. I did it all the time. And that's how I was actually able to um, build up my introverted sensing. If you think about it, that's what college people do when they go get internships. College interns, it's because they don't have experience and they want to be able to tell success stories at interviews. Not only that, if you're going to intern from somewhere, you know, chances are they're likely going to hire you anyway because if you do a good job, they're going to hire you. It's really not that hard. So just remember that. Remember that is what's required. Remember. If you don't have success stories to share, you have to go create them. You know, if you're like, <laughs> if you're in Andrew Tate's Hustlers University, for example, doing a copyright business, etc., doing copywriting, go volunteer to do copywriting for somebody, get success stories, okay, so that more people will be willing to hire you later. Give and it shall be given to you. That's like a verse in the Bible, it's in the New Testament. But that's basically the entire point. If you are too prideful or too lazy or just too unwilling to volunteer and do something for free to generate those success stories, because here's the thing, if you're an NTP, it doesn't matter how well you dress, it doesn't matter how good your resume looks, at the end of the day, if you can't share introverted sensing experience at a job interview of success stories of things that you did in the past that was successful in some capacity, you're never going to get the job. I know I didn't. I only started being successful in interviews in my life, like for my information technology career, before my health went bad a few years back. But, uh, and you know, I'm recovering pretty decently well uh, since then, now that I actually know what's wrong with me. 
Irritable bowel syndrome, eating FODMAP foods, avoid the FODMAPs, don't have the problem, right? Well, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Eventually it got to the point where I had so many success stories lined up over time that I was literally able to just walk into any job like that was IT related and I'll nail the interview every time. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because I have the success stories to back it up. And they just throw success stories at them. You know, or any question that they, a- they ask you, you twist it as an NTP. You twist it towards one of your success stories that might be similar. It doesn't have to be the same, but similar to demonstrate your point. Because ultimately, that's what people are hiring. They're hiring stories. It's also some of the reasons why people actually buy things in sales. They're buying stories. They buy success stories. I mean, that's kind of how it, I am. Like I, uh, I recently bought a product to help me calculate my total daily energy expenditure on a daily basis. That way I know my macros are lined up perfectly uh, for, my, for when I go to the gym. That way I never have any question as to whether or not I'm doing my food properly. And what this does is give me a huge advantage, especially above other people, because I always know that the mathematics in terms of what my protein, fat, carbohydrates, and calories for the day is always right on. It's always maxed out. And that's important. That's very important. Without having that opportunity, you know, it's it's going to be a huge issue, a major issue. And it's really important to create those opportunities for yourself, right? So so make sure you do that. Make sure you have those success stories ready. That's how you really truly make opportunities for yourself, uh, you know, over and above. I mean, that's that's the key to getting a job. If you want a job, that's what you got to do. You got to have success stories. If you don't have success stories, well, guess what? You got to go volunteer. You got to go intern and gain those success stories and share those success stories in the job interview process. You do all that, I promise you, you'll be successful. Anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.